What is up, people? You're listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, you are here in person. We're all, we, are, we are in the same location. Man, well, the last time that we filmed this show, or recorded this show in person, hasn't been years. Yeah, um, very long time. Uh, well, years? Years plural? You think so? Yeah, plural, but you're over. You're definitely over a year plus. I think it's been over a year. I think so. Uh, close to a year and a half. Yeah, maybe two. But yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've uh, we've had a lot of different uh, a lot of different things happen. Yeah, uh, since the last time we recorded in person, obviously. But yeah, uh, we've also had a lot of things happen since the last time we recorded. We've had multiple episodes of Mandalorian, mm-hmm. uh, and we've also got Star Wars Celebration coming yeah, up. Gosh, Star Wars um, Celebration is right around the corner. And so that'll be happening this weekend out uh, across the pond in England. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be here watching and following all the news, but uh, for this episode, we'll be previewing Star Wars Celebration and giving you our thoughts and yep. predictions and hopes and dreams and everything else mm-hmm. uh, centered around that that uh, that convention. Um, I'm excited for that, but uh, to start, we're going to be talking about The Mandalorian. Yep, yep. We're going to start off talking Mando and Mando. Um, it should be an interesting conversation, I think, because the reaction to Mando this season in particular, I think, has been very... Uh, up and down, to be honest. You yes. know, very sporadic in terms of... It's been sporadic yeah. for me. We talked about the premiere. That was the last one we talked about, right? Yeah. The, and how, like, they didn't... There wasn't a whole lot that happened. That yeah, not a, yeah, not a lot um, happened with the premiere. It was a, definitely a slow start. It was definitely a slow start. Um, it kind of... It, I think... With this last episode, it started to it's starting to pick up. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling about it. But it's still just starting to pick up, and we're like halfway through the thing. So yeah, I, I think the last two episodes for me, mm-hmm. um, we didn't get a chance to talk about last week's episode. Uh, yeah, two with, weeks the, ago. with the doctor or yes. the, yeah, yeah. the 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 scientist, scientist yeah. from from the Moff Gideon scientist from right. the Empire, um, and the amnesty program, the New yes. Republic amnesty program. Uh, you know, it was, it was weird. It was like a double episode of that plus Mando and and you know Bo-Katan kind of joining up with the with the what do they call him the way or whatever not the way but the uh, I forgot what the his his forgot his sect yeah forget what it is but yeah that yeah just that sect of the, the um, Mandalorian they joining up back back with them and you know. uh Sort of repenting for whatever sins they had, <laughs> you know, uh, bathing in the living waters. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really good episode. I think you know, I agree. I like that one as well. Yeah, I, particularly I thought the storyline with the with the scientists was was very interesting. I thought, um, yes, wasn't necessarily characters that we are like super emotionally attached to. Uh, yes, it's definitely very very off the beaten path in terms of where the main story is. But I thought it was interesting. I mean, uh, felt very Andorish in terms of the it feel very espionage parts yeah. of it and the, just the tone. Yeah, we were on Coruscant. We were on Coruscant. I mean, being seen, on Coruscant, Coruscant 
you know, in today's day and age, in the sequel trilogy, you know, or post episode, yeah, post episode, post six. episode six, Coruscant, Coruscant is, is fascinating. Yeah, um, I thought that was, I thought that was great. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a really good episode. Um, what'd you think of that episode? I thought it was very good. Yeah. Honestly, I thought it, I thought that was a very good episode. Um, but it was a change. It was, um, or. I mean, just to be honest, it was divergent from the main storyline. Yeah. So it felt like it, the Book of Boba Fett when the Book of Boba Fett had the Mandalorian episode. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this is so good," but it has nothing to do with Boba Fett. Right. So. Right. You know, had nothing to do with Mando or or uh, Baby Grogu, which I'll well, I'll get into how I feel about them in a second. Yeah. But it had nothing to do with them. You know. So I mean, I enjoyed it, and like you said, it felt like Andor, uh, which I obviously enjoyed very much. So. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it was very divergent from, I guess, this plot, you know, main plot, if there even is one at this point, for the season of The Mandalorian. Um, and then we get this episode, this last episode, which, um, you know, and of course, full spoilers, I was going to put that in, in you know, the description of, of, of this episode, but full spoilers, obviously, Zeb shows up, which to me, that's the biggest highlight. Is that, oh my gosh, Zeb showed up. And he looked like Zeb. It was incredible. Look like Zeb. Talk like Zeb. Talk like Steve Zeb. Steve Bloom. Bloom. Steve oh, Bloom shout out to Steve Bloom. Oh, man. Mount Rushmore. Yeah, voice, voice actor. actor oh. in our space. Oh. Uh, the geekdom space, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah, legendary. Legendary. The, the millennials, Steve yeah. Bloom is like, he's absolutely Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Absolutely Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yes. And, and. Uh, his portrayal of Zeb was always great in Rebels, and so to get him back, yep. um, you know, I think the reaction, the visceral reaction that we've seen from fans, you know, yes. people watching it, uh, whether it be fans in the aftermath or people that posted their live reactions, yes, um, shows you Rebels has has a lot of I don't want to call it, I don't know what the word street cred or credibility <laughs> just in general cred. in the Star Wars universe in the Star Wars fandom, like people like. I don't know what to compare it to, Boy, but... It's, it's crazy. You remember when Rebels was, an, was announced? And yeah. When Rebels was... Man, time just... Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was when they did the Boss Star yeah, Wars. Disney like, Boss Star making, Wars. Star Wars we're making, Rebels. We're making a cartoon of Star Dave Wars Dave Filoni. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like... To, so, for that to, that to be done, it's been done for a while now, but now the character is showing up in live action yep. and getting these sorts of responses. Um, like you said, that was definitely the highlight um, of that episode. Yeah, uh, but I want to toss it to you, Shamari. Is that a is that a good thing? You know, because as great as that moment was, yeah. it was the first scene of the episode. It was more of a yeah. Easter egg than it was anything else. You know, important to the yeah. story. Um, and, and, and a lot happened in that episode. Yeah, and for you to say that the best thing that happened was a, an Easter egg involving a an animated character that has nothing to do with Mandalorians. Yeah, it's is that a good thing? It's not a good thing. You know, and the moment I the moment I got the sense that that was named Cregan was a pirate king Cregan whatever what was his name <laughs> I, I forgot yeah the, <laughs> when, I, the moment I, I got the, I the before, moment I got but... the sense that he was going to be the central kind of focal point of this <laughs> yeah. episode I was like this is going to be another one of those episodes <laughs> where people swamp are, thing. yeah <laughs> Swamp Thing or you know Power Rangers whatever you want to call them but I got another sense that this was going to be one of those episodes that by the end people are going to be like where are we going with this. And that seems to be the case, um, you know, for a lot of people. 
Now, I very much enjoyed the episode. Gorian Shard. Okay, Gorian Shard. I call him Cregan. I don't know. Whatever. He, <laughs> he seems like it. I don't. I, I. I. don't know if he'll ever show up in anything else. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, oh, no, wow. unless unless Filoni just shoves him in something, yeah. or Favreau shoves him in something. But otherwise, I don't know if we'll ever see him again. I was trying to him again. I thought we were done with this guy. I, like, <laughs> I, I, I figured we'd probably see him again, but he seems to be dead. He blew up and he fell in the ship and the ship blew up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless he's some kind of force sensitive person or whatever, he should be dead. So I don't I don't know if we'll see him again unless he's in some kind of prequel type thing. Right. But um but yeah, he's you know, he showed up again and I'm like, here we go. Again. Right. But um I mean the episode was I thought this was a good. I mean, I, the, I thought the all the action in the episode I thought was great. Right. You know, having the Mandalorians, kind of, you know, first delivery. Do we want to go help, uh, Grief Cargan? Yeah. You know, after all the events in Mando season one, and you know, him hiring all those bounty hunters and all that kind of stuff. Do we want to go help him? But you know, Mando has enough credibility within their sect that yeah, they're like yeah, let's help. So they go help, and the action, all the action involved in that was great. And then they end up earning their their new land, so to speak. So grief gives them that plot, gives or gives, I guess, gives Mendel specifically that plot of land. And now they're they're kind of set on that world, so they don't have to hide in the shadows no more. Um. So. Um. So yeah, it was. I enjoyed the episode. But you can't help but have that question of where where are we going? It just feels directionless. It feels like where where is this where is this story want to go? Season one and two I thought was pretty clear. We need to get Grogu. Grogu needs a he needs a home. Yeah, we need to get him back to his people. Get him back to his people. He's just out here. Can't find green people like him. At least get him back to the Jedi. At least get him back to the Jedi. You know, but but now it's like oh he's a Mandalorian now, and it's like well now what? Which we 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 talked about that decision when it happened, Book of Boba Fett, or we did. you know last whenever it was. I'm I get confused, but yeah. it was last season, I guess, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, um, we talked about that decision. It was controversial. Um, it's really weird if you're somebody that watched season two of Mandalorian and didn't watch Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, it has to be very jarring. Like, what? And like, again, they didn't, season they, did, they didn't do a good job of <laughs> of preparing people. For this, yeah, um, they're trying to make everything required viewing, right? In this quote unquote Mandoverse, but that's not good. No, you know, honestly, there's, I think good. there's a lot of people that just watch Mandalorian. Yeah, for a like, lot of people, for like Grogu. I think there's a lot of people who had no interest in watching Book of Boba. There's a ton of people. They didn't advertise the Book, <laughs> yeah, of Boba. Book of Boba Fett. Didn't even do that. Well. They didn't advertise the Book of Boba Fett like, as having anything like, to do with Mandalorian. The way, the way I know that that's the case is that I could guarantee you, like, there's. Uh, you just look at ratings. I don't know how busy play. They know the ratings yeah. more than we do. Yeah. If they look at the ratings, if 90 million people watch Mandalorian, 53 million people watch Book of Boba Fett. Uh-huh. Like, a lot of people that means that that's 40 million people, you know, and then if 80 million people are watching season three, that means that there's a good percentage of 30 million of those people, however many people, people that don't know what's wrong. That have no idea. They're lost. After, yeah, after they're lost. Probably a good half of them at least have yeah. absolutely no idea. Like, how's, how's Baby Grogu flipping around and doing all this other stuff? How is he doing <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, how's, how's he doing this? Did he did they get him to what Luke? Happened to what Luke? happened to Luke? Luke yeah. showed up and got him. Where's Luke? <laughs> you know, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. And I didn't even realize there was a time skip, too, in, in the in the Book of Boba Fett. During that episode, there's a two-year time skip when Grogu and Luke were on that planet. Two years? Two-year time skip. <laughs> really? That was not communicated. <laughs> really? I didn't even know. It's that. true, Kendall. Wow, there was a two-year time. I got a Wikipedia. This, yeah, it's true, Kenel. It's ridiculous, <laughs> and that crazy. wasn't communicated. That was you got to put 
in the show two years later. You have to put that in the show, and they didn't and put I, that and in the show. And the thing is, like, a lot of people probably wouldn't like that. A lot of people are like, damn, we missed two years of this? So it's almost better to not put it from, like, a initial reaction. But, like, in the aftermath, you're telling me that that's 100% the case? Like, I'm, I'm now I'm, like, I'm confused. I'm just like, I didn't even look at this as a two-year time jump. Yep. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. Um, so look, you mentioned it, you mentioned it at the top that, you know, you had some questions about Grogu. Let's, let's get right to it. Let's get to it, Kendall. What? Might as well just get to it. What are your issues right now with what we've seen so far this season of the Mandalorian? Are there any issues that you have? You sort of hinted that maybe something centered around Grogu. So yes, there are issues centered around Grogu, Kendall. You know me, I, I tend to, I try to be a straight shooter, Kendall. Yeah. With, with with just how I feel about yeah. what's going on. Mind you, this is the a most popular of, character, you know. Possibly in all of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, possibly all of Star Wars. Which is yeah. like, I don't even know how I feel about that, you know. Like, honestly, right. like, we just, it seems like it's just selling out to, for the cuteness, for the for the money. All right. And that's just what it looks like. It looks like, you know, this Grogu story isn't going anywhere right. right now. It's literally not going anywhere. He's just, they're giving him armor and stuff. You know, there was a two-year time skip, and he's still waddling around, like, can't speak. You know, all he can do is make goo, like, kind of, like, goo-goo noises and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, what are we doing with this character? <laughs> like, honestly, like, is theory. he going to fight? Is he going to be Yoda? Like, yeah. what are we doing I, with this character? I have a theory around all this Grogu stuff. Because right now, the theory for me is they want to sell toys. We want to sell toys. Thing, yeah. We want to get just get the kids and the family sitting in yeah. front of the TV to watch this as long as humanly possible. Don't you dare age him up. Yeah. And don't, I, don't you dare make him speak. Yeah. Don't you dare. Because once you do that, they'll stop buying the toys. And I, which I, is not I couldn't help but watch, before I get to any theories or anything like that, I couldn't help but watch... This episode, I think the same thing in terms of like, like he's having that the, the dual scene with the with uh, you know, his name Paz Vizsla's kid. I think that was or which that's just know. a parody. I'm watching yeah. this. I'm like, I'm just watching this. I'm like, who's what is this? Yeah, it's yeah. It played more like something you'd see in like a a '60s cartoon. Yeah, like a comedy know? sketch. Or something. You know, like, like what is this? The baby's fighting the the grown kid. <laughs> you know, doing backflips and stuff. Like it's funny. I feel like there should be a laugh track somewhere. But like, but yeah, but like you're like it, it does get to a point where you're like, I've seen this joke a million times now. Yeah, we get it. You know, Grogu's you know special. He's not. He's a kid, but he's not a kid. He's like thirty. You know, right? <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know if you've seen the the the, the I don't know if you I don't know if you've seen Hasbula. He's like the 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 UFC. Uh, he's like Dagestani and like baby. He looks like a baby, but he's like a man. <laughs> no, know, I don't know. He, he's I don't always know. with like so. Khabib and these guys. Uh, That's show you a picture real quick. You know, you probably you probably seen him like you know memes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him. And yeah, like him. you know, people people don't realize. I, I you know he's not he's not a baby. You right. know, and it's kind of it's kind of the same thing with Grogu. Right. It's like Grogu's not even. He's not like he's you know two years old. Like he's fifty. Right. He's fifty fifty two. 53 at this point like right. you know so that's like the misconception um but but yeah they're definitely playing into the they're definitely playing into the um into that but so my theory though back to that on Grogu and why they're, they're obviously yes they're pushing it for the the financial part of it and just a huge character and but my theory on it from a story perspective that I have not heard out there uh, I'm not saying it's concrete. I'm saying it's a you know 10% chance it's the case. I think that the Mandalorian show 
It's not about Din Djarin. I think the Mandalorian is Grogu. Okay. And I think that the whole show we're watching is him, his process of him becoming the Mandalorian, becoming a Mandalorian. And then, like, like the show will continue possibly without Din Djarin at some point. But the Mandalorian is Grogu. So it's not. I, but I need an answer as to what's going on with the aging. The aging scares Grogu. me, man. Like, how is this aging? Yes, how is this happening? I couldn't help but 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 watch last episode and be like, this would be so much better if he could talk. I'm not even saying he's got to be like, right? You know, like Yoda or like talk like you know the the you know or how Yaddle was in in uh, <laughs> Jedi Chronicles. <or> whatever, <laughs> right. Like I'm not saying he's got to be an adult, but like just communicate vocally you know yeah um without sounding like you know a two-year-old like I, I just think that that would be that would be helpful to his character be helpful to the story and you know have him i'm not saying i also not saying he needs to be holding wielding lightsabers or anything but like it's stagnated a little it's starting to stagnate a little bit especially when you're skipping time and he's still and i get it he's ages like that but but that's the problem I mean, honestly it's the problem my theory is that like you could go five years into the future he'd probably still be the same way you know, and exactly. That's, that's the problem with that character. Yeah, that's the problem. And 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 if if I feel like I would have loved to just be in the room when they were pitching all of this, and if someone were to just say, okay, so what is what is the because part of me is like, did someone ask like, so if this person ages like Yoda, when are we going to see them grown? Like, what is the aging like? Like, draw me a timeline and put. Like pin where we see him not a baby, and like how like how does that look? Those conversations have certainly happened at Lucasfilm. Um, right, they had to have. You know, I'm sure Bob Iger. I mean, probably I, I has, would hope so. Asked them that, those questions, Bob Chapek at the time. You know, I'm sure Kathleen Kennedy for sure knows those answers. Right. Um, whether or not they know them like definitively, like when we're going to do it, you know, how soon or what kind of story. You know, they may not know all that, but I think they know conceptually. Like, like we see those concept, we see the concept art of like Grogu as an adult, you know, and it's like, you know, I see the concept art, but I'm like him with the dark saber or <laughs> stuff like that. And I'm like, but how, did, when is this? Yeah, but that's, this that's is like the beyond the sequel trilogy. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm like, are we yeah. going like way beyond? Like, that's is that problem. what we're going to see? Um, and I think that's what they would tell you. Like, I'm sure, if, you know, if, you know, Bob Iger asks Dave Filoni, like, what's, what's, what's going to happen? Or ask John Favreau, probably more likely, what's going to happen with Grogu? He'd probably tell him, you know. It's something we probably see in a different story. That's the beauty of Star Wars, is that there's timelines. You know, you don't have right. to, uh, you know, just like Anakin Skywalker, you know, in, in Phantom Menace, obviously that was that was a prequel, but, like, you know, you knew that, like, there's another version of him that's an old man, that's Darth Vader, in a right. completely different time in the Star Wars universe. So mm-hmm. um, you do that to, agree, to a degree with Grogu. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, think, I think a lot of this they're coming out with on the fly. You know, I think, I mean, I talked about it with you, um, you know, last week, you know, when it came to uh, Keller and Beck, yes. you know, we... Which I enjoyed that cameo. Yes. Shout out Ahmad Best. Yeah. Shout um, out to him. He did a great job. You know, we, we had a discussion about it off air. I, I, I highly, highly, highly doubt that when they first came up in, with the inception of the Grogu character... I think they I think they knew he was gonna be a Jedi. I think he they knew he was gonna be a, a former Jedi. He used to be at the at the Jedi Temple and somehow he escaped. I highly doubt that when they were making that character they were like Keller and Beck is the one that saved him. 
No way. I'm do yeah. I play flat out and say it's a zero percent chance. I don't I like agree. saying zero, I but zero point five percent chance. I agree. I think that they thought Kellerman Beck <laughs> was the one that was gonna say it. I think this is something that came about. I don't think Killer Beck existed. When he, he wasn't a character. I don't, I don't think he existed either. I don't think he existed. When Mando episode one aired. I don't think he existed. No way they knew that yeah, my best is gonna be playing this character from this game show and that he's gonna be the one. No, they did not. You know, it's not, and I know when they made the game show, there's no way they knew. Oh yeah, this is also the guy that, that helped save Grogu. <laughs> right. No, absolutely no, because they would have pushed the show a lot more than they did. <laughs> so, right. You know, it's 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 so that, that, I think that just shows you that they come out with some of the stuff on the fly. <laughs> right. You know, stuff that just makes sense for them. So I think that that's definitely some of that that's happening with Grogu. Is they're 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 spitball. They're saying, hey, I mean, people like you know people like this version of Grogu. You know, they couldn't they couldn't lose him in the Mandalorian. Because I also think that that may have been a pivot. If if my theory is wrong and like you know the show really is just about Din Djarin, like I think it's possible that they planned on moving Grogu elsewhere and they were like that's a bad business move. Yeah, I I think you may be right. Because um, that would make and, the, the the first two seasons are kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. When you I, watch I, it back and you're like, wait, I, he didn't go with Luke. I the agree. whole point of the first two seasons was for him to leave. I agree, and <laughs> and it's funny because because I just did a show with with Zach as well, geeking out over Star Wars. Shout out to him as well. Yes, and. And he said he thought that was a mistake. Yeah, he's like, I think it was a mistake when 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 Luke when when Grogu didn't stay with Luke. Yeah, I thought that was a mistake. That was a great mistake. He's like, that wasn't Story a good wise. decision. Yeah, and I agree with him. I agree, especially in hindsight now. I agree because this just seems direct directionless. It seems like I don't know what the inspiration is anymore. You know, the story before was, and that episode of season two was so good. It was so good, yeah. and now it's like. Oh, it leaves with Luke. And then you can't even watch season one to, uh, into three. Like, you can't just watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like, season two to three. If someone wanted to binge The Mandalorian between season two and three, they're going to have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Like, Which is you a, can't a, even do that. That's a bad way to make. That's you almost terrible. have to include it's Boba Boba Fett. Like, just, you just, just call just, it and put it, it in The Mandalorian. Yeah, you have to smack that between season two and three. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. I don't like it. So, I don't like it. I think, I think this season needs there needs to be a clear direction i think going forward i think it's going to re- be a rebels easter egg fest i think it's preparing us for ahsoka which we're going to talk about of course in a second yes but i think it's preparing us for yeah. ahsoka i know you said yes that you think we're going to get more characters i do so look we got zeb in this last episode ironically yes. enough the episode before the episode before celebration mm-hmm um, sort of the mid-season finale, I would say, almost say, coming up, sort right. of feels like to a degree. Um, I think that this is going to be a huge episode. I, I mean, when you texted me, you texted me this week, yeah. you know, I'm at work, and you're like, don't, you know, don't yeah. go on the internet until you see I did, this yeah. episode. And I, I actually missed the Zeb moment, because it was the first scene, and yeah. I, you know, I put the episode on, I'm walking around, walking around the apartment, doing other stuff, picking up, getting a drink, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting something to drink or whatever. Yeah. And then the scene goes by, you know, I, I see it happening, but I'm not like super locked in. The scene goes by here with here, you know, we're, you know, they're going to go, you're going to go help grief, you know, <laughs> right. help grief. and then, so I'm waiting for like, what's the moment, you know? And then by the end of the episode, I'm thinking, oh, like, is Sabine Wren going to show up the way they were talking about, you know, Bo-Katan's going to help yeah. the other Mandalorians. I thought like, oh, we may get Sabine in this episode. Right. And then eventually I had to go back and find the that moment. Yeah. Uh, and... I, but I still think that I think Sabine Wren will show up this week. 
Uh, I think we will get Sabine Wren from Rebels. The actress is already out there. Uh, She's been doing press. I saw her and Rosario Dawson at some red carpet or some something event. You know, talking about you know them filming Ahsoka and you know how great you know the chemistry is and whatnot. Uh, I'd be shocked if we didn't see her in the season at all. Um, But I would also not be surprised if we saw her this week. Uh, Borderline expecting it. Um, and I don't think she's the only one, you know, I think, uh, what's, what's, what's Sabine's mom's name? Ursa? Ursa Wren or something like that. Yeah. Ursula Wren. Uh, I think there's a strong chance we see her, mm-hmm. um, Fen Rao, uh, I think is definitely on the table as well. Wow. Um, Fen Rao's an interesting character that we saw in Rebels. I think honestly, any Mandalorian that we've seen like in history, you know, <laughs> right. is on the table. Um, that's what I think they're setting up, which is going to be cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's why Sabine is a 100% lock. She's the she's the other Mandalorian that people want to see, you know? Right. Otherwise, there's not many other people out there that people... But I don't know, you, you, you have a better knowledge of the, the larger Star Wars universe. I mean, are there any other character, Mandalorians potentially that we could potentially be seeing? Um, or those three like the main ones that would probably still be out there could still be out there. Yeah, man. Really, I think those are kind of the main the main ones. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, we already have. Um. We already have a, Vis- a House Vizsla representative. Yes. Kind yeah, of in the as, show, Paz Vizsla. Um, which I think we'll see more of him. I think so as uh, well. It seems like he's going to have a presence. Um, I'm kind of hoping the armor reveals some kind of house. It's part of some kind of house. Right. As well. Um, but yeah, no, I don't... Um, I mean, I think that's kind of it. I mean, unless... For me, I think the biggie is Sabine. I think once Sabine shows up, you know, I really think this this show is kind of going to take a different. Uh, this show is going to take a turn, uh, for the better. Yeah. Um, that's just my prediction. But it's still even with those characters showing up, it still needs direction. That's the thing that's kind of missing is it needs direction, and Grogu needs. A story like him specifically like we need like, to have he, some kind of trajectory does he need a story or does he just need the to first stay two, out of the way the first two seasons were based on him they were yeah so what are we i need to know what's what's gonna happen now what? i need to know what at least i need to know what we're doing with him either it, do that or write him out of the story so i, I will ask you this because as much as we like the keller and beck story did it feel a little bit like Something from the sequel trilogy where, like, we were building this big thing about who took Grogu for it. Did you be Keller and Beck? <laughs> like, we were talking about it in Mace Windu. Like, who was Was it Ahsoka? Was it, you know, uh, Barris Offie? <laughs> was it, you Whoa. know, Captain Rex? Like, who took, <laughs> who took Grogu? No, so you're right. So I'm so I'm be honest, Kendall. You're 100 percent right. Like, I, what do I care about Grogu's backstory? Did, it very much did feel like that. 
We were getting Easter eggs to that in, in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Grogu's having flashbacks about that. Yeah, the Order 66. The Order 66. You know, I f- kind of feel like this was probably just to put that to bed. Right. Just for them to kind of just... Yeah. Like... And Beck saved him. And then they <laughs> flew off. Stop asking us about it. Right. Stop talking about Barry's <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's what, kind of what this feels like a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. <laughs> That, that's that's what this feels like. Yeah, it felt it felt like the Snoke stuff and uh, who's raised parents and you know what happened to the Jedi Temple. Luke and all that, Ben Solo. Get all that stuff answered in that book. Yeah, Shadow of the Sith. Like, yeah, all that stuff just gets answered <laughs> in that book. And it's not even bad, but it's just like it's just like why didn't all these people are asking about that in the movie? Yeah, yeah. They just release it in a book and don't tell anybody about it too. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. no one knows about that book. Yeah. But yeah, it's just yeah, it's just not. I just don't think it's being handled super well. So I do want to give a shout out to just a lot of the action and stuff and all the, all the, I don't know, the CG and stuff. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed watching it. As a Star Wars fan, I've enjoyed watching it. It just needs direction. First two seasons had clear direction. But since then, it just, it hasn't looked like it had direction. Um, But look, with all that being said... You know, we'll of course give our take on Mandalorian as it continues to go forward. Yes, I'm still excited for the rest of the season. I, I think it's been solid so far. Yeah, and um, I think we will. I think we will get some some stuff at Celebration as well. Um, for the rest of the season, I don't know what, but um, but I think we will get something. Um, but yeah, of course we'll continue to talk about that. Um, as as um. Uh, as time progresses now i do want us to move forward and start talking about star wars celebration which i just referenced so the big 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 weekend coming up kennel yes big weekend coming up star wars celebration we don't know well we ha- we know what panels and stuff like that we're going to see but we don't know what's going to be truly what's going to be revealed now um so we have kind of a a, a kind of a basic uh, tentative, not not tentative, it's final, but the basic schedule. Um, there's a lot of stuff in between there. But we do have kind of a basic schedule. And we could probably go day by day. I'm thinking that's probably the easiest way. Yes. Just so we don't, I guess, incidentally miss anything. But, you know, so it started also for Friday. So Lucasfilms has a studio showcase. Which um, last year, I feel like that ended up being bigger than we expected. Like they kind of just showed all the major trailers and Right. Time so, to kick off. Yeah. So we have a studio showcase um, early to 11 a.m. to 1230. Now, I'm assuming this uh, schedule that they have online is specific time. I'll, I'll look to confirm. Um, but yeah, shoot, maybe it's uh, London or yeah, or yeah, London time. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I'm thinking it's, of course, in Anaheim. Whoops. But um, <laughs> which I wish it were personally. No disrespect to, you know, our English um, uh, our yes. friends over in We're England. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So it's gonna be in um, uh, English time, which uh, we'll see how that affects our viewing of it as well. Yes. But it is from 11 a.m. to 12:30 uh, p.m. So this is at the on from uh, uh, on the celebration stage. Uh, and it is being streamed, as and and of course, me and Ken are going to be watching a lot of it. Um, I will certainly have it on 
um, just just on just <laughs> yes. even if I can't you know necessarily pay attention at the time or whatever's going on I'll definitely have it on and the interviews even the interviews outside of panels are always oh yeah those are always great as well interesting yes so they're starting out with a Lucasfilm Studio Showcase so this is just going to be a showcase that's going to kick off celebration um is going to feature Lucasfilm's uh, live action filmmakers um, along with special guests to discuss a lot of the current and upcoming Star Wars adventures. And they say it's including The Mandalorian, Andor, and more. So we don't know uh, what this is going to include. It may include possibly Kendall. Do you think, I'm going to ask you this just right off the bat, do you think we're going to get anything specifically on any movies, possibly? Uh, 100%. 100%. Well, okay, first of all, I'll qualify that. Do you think we're going to get that here in this segment? Uh, 95%. 95%? 95%. 95%. They're kicking off Celebration announcing a movie, Kendall? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. I think so. That, um, that would be, I think. I actually think that would be good. I don't know, like, it's hard for me to say what, because we got so many But, but you do think 100% we're like, getting a, a movie announced? Yeah, I think multiple movies. Multiple yeah, movies announced yeah. in Celebration. There's so many that are, like, cooking in the works. That would be legendary, you know? I, I would say. I think that would be pretty, pretty incredible. Um... <laughs> the ones that are still technically in development, uh, <laughs> whether or not, who knows what, the what ones that, that could t- t- potentially be enough. Okay. Uh, Ryan Johnson trilogy. Yes. I put that as very low odds that we see anything from Ryan Johnson, but it's possible. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic was reported at one point. Right. Whether or not that gets announced, very possible. I still say low odds. Uh, I, would as, I would as well. Taika Waititi movie. Taika. I think that's a higher odds. Right. That gets announced. Yeah. Uh, there was a Damon Lindelof project. Yes. That has since been switched since been to. A- not axed, but he's, yes. he's been he, has, he has left the project. He's gone. They brought in someone else to write the film. Yes. Um, same director. I, I With that all that happening, I would be surprised if that wasn't announced. Okay. Um, Sean Levi. Creator of Stranger Things, um, I'd expect him to. He has a movie that's coming out. I expect his okay. his movie to uh, to get announced as well. So, um, yeah, uh, right. I, I would be surprised. Apparently, the Kevin Feige thing got scrapped. I did hear that. At some point. <laughs> okay, I did hear that. I, no surprise. I'm kind of like whatever. Especially, I mean, I think a lot of people you listen to Hero Talk, you, you or you just watch Marvel movies. You know that you you know the. Hasn't been as great, you know, the last two years. I think a lot. Of he's, got, fight, he's, got, I, he's got other things to focus. He's on. got a lot of other things to focus on. He can't be adding movies and stuff no, to, to his plate. Not. I don't want him working on any <laughs> Star Wars. Like, just stay away from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Um. So yeah, I, the point being, I'd be very surprised if there were no movies announced. There were nothing announced. I don't expect anything from Rogue Squadron. That's the only one that hasn't that was announced. Um. What about you? You think we're getting any movies? I think an announcement is is uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna say possible. I don't know if I can go any higher than that. I'm gonna say it's very, definitely possible. I'm teetering on you know, like a teeter totter. Like maybe 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 not fifty fifty. Like I don't know. It's definitely possible. We keep hearing about these things that are 
in development, quote unquote. We've, I feel like that that word, that phrase, is just perpetually being used when yes. we talk about Star Wars movies. Them or DC, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just something is in development, and then it's either out of development, and then it goes back in development, and all these. But we never hear anything about anything like actually like Lucasfilm saying, "No, this is going to be released. We're announcing this to the public. It's going to come out." We never hear that. So I think this would be the perfect place to do that, to announce something. But so so I think it's possible. I think the only reason I wouldn't say it's probable is because they have so much other stuff, particularly Ahsoka, to just hang their hat on. All they have to do is say Ahsoka and everybody's going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. In my home, I'm going to go crazy. Every time they talk about the Ahsoka show, I'm going to be like, ah! Because like, that's yeah. all they have to... They don't have to announce a movie. No. If they don't want to announce... If they, if they feel like they're not ready to announce a movie, they don't have to announce a movie. We didn't get a movie announcement last year, right? We didn't get any movie announcements no. last year. We haven't a movie announcement since Rogue Squadron. Yeah, we haven't... We haven't. <laughs> that's not, but that may never come out. I don't think it is. I don't think it is going to come out. <laughs> personally. <laughs> but, like, we haven't gotten a movie. We didn't get a movie announcement last year, and we're, and we're chilling. Yeah. Now I do think we may get stuff from the Acolyte, uh, which we know has been they're working on. We may get stuff for Skeleton Crew, which we know they're working yeah, it's definitely on. Definitely getting something from Skeleton Crew. Yeah, I think we're gonna get stuff. We might get a trailer. Oh, yeah, we might not get a trailer, but they might. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's show. possible. But I think they will definitely um, show a trailer. For but I think it, I think something will be online that that can be accessed. I'll put it that way. I think something will be put yes. online, whether it's sanctioned or unsanctioned by Lucas. We will see it. Yeah, <laughs> it will be seen somehow, one way or another, by a lot of people, including us. I'll just put it that way. But um, so, so to be less, you know, specific in terms of which director, blah blah blah, whose project, because all this stuff is reported. We don't know if it's right. true or not. I'll ask you this: Do we get a High Republic movie announced? No. Okay. Um, or or I'll put. Probably not. The Acolyte um, will probably see something, and that'll be High Republic sent. Well, I mean, I'm not counting the Acolyte. Right, right, right. The Acolyte, but outside of the Acolyte, uh, like a movie, a, a movie? No, I mean, I, I. So, so here's what I'll say. Now it's very possible. I'll know, say Damon Lindelof is doing High Republic. So, so, and I, I now I'm tempted to pull back, pull up what Charles Soule said. He's, he he talked to he spoke a while back, teasing all this all these other projects. Right. That they couldn't say anything about, but that they were excited about. I think they should do a High Republic movie, but will they do a High Republic movie? Or rather, will they announce a High Republic movie right now? I don't know. Um, but I think they should. I think they should. Um, if I had to guess, if they were to announce a Star Wars movie, if I had to guess what it is. My, I think I would guess, um, post sequel trilogy, first, and then post sequel um, trilogy. Interesting. Yeah, that would that would be my first guess. Just that you just try to continue the story and just come up with something else, and then, um, I'm trying to think of what I would do before, what I would guess next. I think am I going Old Republic or because I think they're going to try I think they're going to going to try something different I don't think it's going to be the same like you know we have to fight the Empire I think they're going to try something different 
I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I think they're going to try something different with like the Jedi Order being a thing or being established. But I don't know when, but it could be Old Republic or High Republic. I kind of feel 50-50 with that, honestly. Right. But I think I think I would guess something post-sequel trilogy, I don't know what, or um old or um old old high old slash high republic but would i just just guess high republic i don't know i mean i it's possible i think they should personally i think the high republic has been so well developed at this point um but you like you said there's also possibly knights of the old republic so i i think it's, it's it varies the possibility but this is a long kind of block of time 11 to 12 30 that's a lot of time you yes. know, to show things and to bring to bring stars out. Like, I think they're going to bring out the stars from the Mandalorian. They're going to bring out the stars from Andor. They're going to maybe bring out the stars from various different things. Uh, the Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, Acolyte, etc. But I think we are going to get a surprise. I don't know what. I don't know what the surprise is going to be. But I think we are going to get a surprise in that beginning scene. Also, I'm, do, I'm doing the math on uh, the, the start times for these panels. Man. So, Lucasfilm, 6 a.m. What, that, that, this panel? 6 a.m. 6 a.m.? <laughs> if if right. it was posted on the website, is British time. It's 6 a.m. The Ahsoka I panel as well. Early start. 6 a.m. the next day, Saturday morning. Oh, that's all. Oh, I'm getting up 6 a.m. <laughs> right, right in early. early breakfast. You got my coffee ready. <laughs> get the laptop open. Get the yep. TV on. Yep. YouTube. TV on. Bright and bright and uh, bright light in my living room. Oh, that's 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 wild. Just watching these this stuff. I'm gonna be watching all of it. Cause it's weird because I feel like the last time we they they were in London. In London, we wa- It wasn't like an absurd. No, it wasn't like absurd start at all. times. You know, it was like it was like reasonable start time. Yeah. Um, and when I say absurd, I just mean absurd in terms of like us having to get up like abnormally or right, like right, being right. very tired and right. stuff. From like an that. American perspective. Yeah, from like someone that's like uh, like from America. Um, Ahsoka, what do we want to see? What do we expect to see? All right, so we skipping to Ahsoka, Kendall. Are we skipping to Ahsoka? I mean, that's the thing, because, I mean, look, we'll see the movies. Yeah, I mean. We'll see Acolyte. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so we got, of course, the next other panels on Friday are just, we have a a Star Wars production panel. Yeah, you go through. Yeah, there's a Star Wars production panel um, for designing Star Wars production in the UK. That should be cool. We'll probably be streamed, because they like to stream those kinds of, those those panels. They just stream those panels. And then there's going to also going to be the making of Andor season one, which I may actually try to watch that if that stream too. Because Andor was great, so I probably try to watch that one as well. Um, and so that's it for for Friday in terms of like just what they're just what they're blasting out, what we may see. Saturday, like you said, they're starting out with Ahsoka Raft Raft the Gate. Yep, they're starting out with Ahsoka. Which I think we'll have seen the Ahsoka trailer. You think we'll have seen the, 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 the warning there. before? I believe they'll show that. I think they did that last year with like whatever it was, Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett or whatever show was coming out. Like Obi Wan so, or it was probably Obi Wan, yeah, it was Obi Wan, I think. Um I think they showed a trailer the day before. Um mm. although Obi Wan I think the trailer had come out because Obi Wan was coming out like right before right. if I'm not mistaken. Um But yeah, no, I think that uh but man, Ahsoka. I think we will get a trailer. 
I think it'll drop online. I don't think it's. I don't think it'll be private. That would be my guess. I think that would be the smartest thing to do. Yes, I think that's a smart play. Uh, the Ahsoka property is at this point is um. I don't know how to put it. Like it's, we've seen. Uh, like the characters are big. You know, yes. the pro the project is big. So I'd expect that we see a, a trailer, and it's not like it's. Uh, it's not like it's like the Mandalorian or anything else where, um, or it's more like the Mandalorian rather, and not like it's something that's far into the future. Right. You exactly. Know, when you think about um, something like, uh, you know, Acolyte, for example, or even Skeleton Crew. Like Skeleton Crew, I want to see the trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm not guaranteeing we're going to see it because, right. Like I don't even know what's coming out. But mm-hmm. I, I believe Ahsoka's supposed to be coming out this summer. Yeah, Ahsoka's coming out so soon, and and that's one of the Ahsoka's one of those properties where, like, if you, you're not going to release a trailer for that, everyone's going to find it. Everyone's going to find it. We're all no, going to watch it. That'll be leaked. It's going to it's going to leak. Like, I don't. You could threaten jail time. Yeah, people, and someone's people are still going to record it. People will leak it. People will put the the the, the descriptions out. They're going to describe people every just, just every read frame. The yeah, the, the, Vader was in it. <laughs> you know, this one was in it. Like, yeah, it's not. You know, it's gonna be a secret. Yeah, it's not there's no be a secret. secret. So like, it's not gonna be a secret. Everyone's gonna know exactly what yeah, happened in that trailer. Yeah. So just release it. Yeah. So I think this particularly, I think we, I agree with you. I think we are gonna get a trailer for Ahsoka. I think it's gonna be in good quality. <laughs> like Skeleton Crew might never leak. Like, and, and I don't think anybody would go crazy. Right. We would be like, damn, I, I wish we could have seen that, but yeah. oh well. At least we got. Um, at least we know what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, Soka, I think we're going to get. Yes. I think we're going to full trail. What will we see? Boy, what will we see? Will we see... All right, I'm just going to run down the list. Will we see Sabine? That's an yes. easy one. We kind of already saw Sabine. I mean, honestly, just to kind of go through... Just, so just the easy one for me, I think we're seeing the ghost crew. Everybody. We're going to see... We see we're going to see Zeb, obviously. Zeb, Hera, Hera, obviously. Chopper, Chopper Sabine. Obviously. Okay. Ezra. Not, not, uh, I don't think we're seeing it. You don't think we're seeing Ezra? I don't think we're seeing Ezra in the trailer. I think we know Ezra's he's in the not going to be in the trailer. No, I think Ezra at the very least is going to be teased in the trailer. Yeah, I think they may mention him. They may be about like we, we got to find Ezra. Well, I, but I think we're going to get like a green lightsaber or something. I think he's not. He's not just going to just be some kind of just not mentioned Man. at all. What about Thrawn? He's someone I think maybe not not shown at all. Not really. I think it's more likely they tease honestly both of them, but like. I think it's more likely they he's thrown than they would Ezra. They really? Just, they may just leave Ezra out completely. That's my guess. That's because I mean we see the way the Mandalorian things, operates. That's one of those things where you gotta think about the business. Mando operates like we don't show you nothing. They do. Yeah, they do operate. Like you that. just you'll find out when you see it. <laughs> Boba Fett operated like that. Yeah, yeah, you ain't gonna see nothing until yeah, Cad Bane Cad also. shows up. Yeah, man, and then they have all these crazy moments. We might not see anything. We might just see Ahsoka waving some lightsabers, you know, and Sabine. You know, the, yeah, we might not see anything. Might that's just be true. the Ahsoka and Sabine Chronicles. You know, like, oh, yeah. that's, that's all the show is. Yeah, um, I expect it to look a little more like what we wanted, like the Obi Wan trailer, because like once you're dealing with Jedi and you know yeah, lightsabers and that kind of and stuff, I really hope this isn't. Like Obi-Wan, where it's like, you never, you know, they're just, um, they're not a Jedi, and they're not trying to ignite any lightsabers, and they're not trying to, yeah. you know, do any of that. Ahsoka is, 
is a bold character, right? This yes. is a character that is not afraid of action. Right. You know, is not afraid to use her abilities. So that's what we should see in the show. Yeah. So that's what I hope we see in the trailer. Yes. You know, that is not implied that this is some just a hermit, just some kind of hermit type type story. It's like, no, this is not a hermit. This is someone that has a has a is trying to accomplish something. As we saw in the Mandalorian, she's looking for a throne. Yeah. But yeah, I do hope there's some mention of Ezra at least. I would hope I would hope so. I think there's a bag associated with that that they may also be missing as well if they don't mention Ezra. Though, I mean, the rest of the Ghost Crew showing up. You should assume Ezra's going to show up. Yeah, still. That's, that's my thing. Look, as much as the Zeb thing I talk about, Ezra, I mean, look, Rebels has street cred. Ezra was the face of the show. You know, I don't know if he's Vader. Or, like, <laughs> right. casual. Like, no casual. Anybody that's watching this <laughs> over like yeah, anybody yeah, watched Rebels is probably watching Ahsoka anyway. Yes, yeah, you know I don't think that many people. Are like, yeah, I watch Rebels, but I, I, I what's this, this Ahsoka show? Is that Ezra in it? <laughs> now I gotta watch it. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> right. You know, like you know, Luke Skywalker, maybe Vader, Anakin, even, but like, but right. yeah. So I, that's the only part where I'm like, they. I mean, they can hide him, uh. and you know, I don't know how much it move. It'll move the needle for Star Wars fans, particularly. Yes. Like, for Star Wars fans, like, it'll be like, oh, now I've got to watch it. Like, I can't skip it. Like, because there's shows that I'm in. I think there are plenty of Star Wars fans that skip Boba Fett. Because yes, they may not be fans of Boba Fett as a character. There are a lot of fans that skip Boba Fett. That are just like, yeah, I watch all Star Wars movies, and I watch Mandalorian, and I just didn't want to watch Boba Fett. Yeah. I didn't care. Or, you know, maybe even skipped Andor, because I didn't watch Rogue One. I don't care about Andor. Yeah. You know, so you got to give them a reason to watch. Maybe those people like Ezra, you know, and that'll get give them another reason, because they just like Jedi. Um... So that's yeah. my thing is, is more Jedi, the better. 100%. That's kind of my take on it. 100%. Uh, do, you think, do you think there are any surprises? For this uh, if I had to guess one surprise, I'd say we may see may see Thrawn. Like Thrawn may walk up, the actor for Thrawn, walk up on stage. They may announce who Thrawn yeah, is. Yeah, we'll know panel. who Thrawn is. They'll be there. They'll go on stage and talk about how they're Thrawn. And Maybe they show him. Yeah. Now, look, if they that, show that Thrawn in the trailer. Would that make Celebration Kennel? That, with that, that would be a top five celebration moment. Possibly. I agree. If they show Thrawn in the trailer, red eyes, blue skin, and everything. It's a top five celebration moment for people that saw him at... at in at, animated. At, in the animated one. <laughs> in the Rebels panel for celebration yeah. many, many years ago. Yeah. That was a top five moment for them. People yes. were crying and... Yes. And this would top that. This would absolutely top that. This a live action Thrawn? Live action Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, I think it's more like what you said, that they... That they announce who's playing him, mm-hmm. probably Lars Mikkelsen. That's what I would guess as well. They may show like they may show concept art of him or a picture of him or mm-hmm. what he's going to look like, as opposed to like him in the trailer. Mm-hmm. They may just tease him in the trailer, but um, yeah, but yeah, I think that 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 uh, the one surprise I could maybe throw out there is, uh, I mean, we know Hayden Christensen is going to be in the show, so I think that. Seeing him in some uh, form or fashion. That's a very good point. Uh, a very good we know point. he's in he's in London, so he may be in the, we do. He may, may be a part of the panel. That's a very good point. And that that's somebody that you show in the trailer that I think might move the needle. Yeah. For and it was Oh, I, I gotta watch this. Anakin's in it? Very yeah, that's very true. And I'm gonna be honest, it was like magic seeing Hayden and Ashley Eckstein on yes. Eckstein on the same stage. Yeah. It was like Yeah. It's like Crazy. And look, I've I've had my theories about for a while now that I thought we might see 
flashbacks to young Ahsoka with Anakin, mm-hmm. with a different actress playing Ahsoka. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with that whole deal. I don't know if it's going to be dream yeah. sequences, Force Ghosts. This, I think a lot of people are guessing Force Ghost Anakin will be the way in which we see him. Mm. It's like a good guy, wow. good guy, Force Ghost Anakin. I'd rather see flashbacks. Okay. But Force Ghost Anakin could be really cool as well. I wouldn't mind Force Ghost. I would not mind that at all. We got Force Ghost Qui-Gon. Yes. You know, and, and that looked yes. good. And, and yeah, yeah, I mean, but it would also be really cool getting Clone Wars flashbacks. That would be cool. I agree. You know, I don't know. I, I honestly, I think I want to see Vader the least. Wait, did, did we, did we, and I agree with you, did we get, were there leaks or something? I don't know why I'm remembering, like, reading something about Anakin having the armor or Hayden, like, with the armor or something like yeah, I remember Wars that armor. being some sort of like just report, just things floating out there that maybe a set photo of Anakin armor or something like that. <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't see that. I don't know if they have but, set photo, but but um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just saw that somewhere. I, I could be lying though, <laughs> but but um, but yeah, I think that Ahsoka panel is going to be crazy, and I think this is, I think this is honestly, this feels like Ahsoka Con to me. I think this is going to be. I think like half the people there are going to be dressed as Ahsoka. Yes, there was a rumor earlier this year that uh, she's going to fight. Uh, she might be fighting Darth Vader. I don't know if I need to see that. That's that's. What I'm I feel saying. like I don't know if that's a controversial thing to say. We already got saw the fight. It was great. Yeah, we saw the fight. It was great in Rebels. I don't need to see that in live action. And again, and I we don't saw need, and we I, saw Vader. Fight. We, when we saw Obi Wan fight Vader, yeah, and like just now. This goes back to what we talked about with Obi Wan. I don't need Hayden Christensen to play Darth Vader. Like, how many times do we got to go through this? Like, <laughs> the, look, I mean, the moment that we got an Obi Wan, we have people asking for a Vader show now. Ask for a Vader show, <sighs> Vader movie. I, want, I need to see Hayden as Vader. I mean, look, we did the video a long time ago on Star Wars property they could do, and the Vader movie was out there. Yeah, that's a possibility. They haven't touched it yet, but. But no, like, I, like, what's the point of re- of bringing in paying Hayden Christensen to put on a Vader mask for eight episodes? Like, for one scene, two scenes, we saw Hayden Christensen's face. Yep. We saw him in a flashback. Yep. And we saw him get his, his, his mask cut off. The only two scenes we saw him. That was, that was, uh, that was highway robbery <laughs> from Hayden Christensen. We didn't need that. We could have just saw him as Vader. You could have casted somebody else. And yes. I love Aiden Christensen. But I would have liked to have seen a lot more of him as Anakin. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not going to put him in, if you're not going to do that in Obi-Wan, it would make a lot more sense to do it in, in Ahsoka. Yeah, and they should they should have de-aged him. In, they should have de-aged him. They were lazy. But they I guess they, in their mind, they're like, why are we going to CGI this guy for one episode? Yeah, you know, yeah, for maybe. one scene. Uh, <laughs> but here, for this, it actually makes sense not to de-age him. Because he's a master at this point. Right, it so would be a little old. So if they just left him as he was... Uh, it wouldn't look that crazy. That would, that would be like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, he's yeah. older now. But <laughs> yeah. But then before, just had a panel one. It was just a little strange. But um, but yeah, yeah. I just don't need to see that. I, I'm with you, Kendall. Um, So after the Ahsoka panel, we have Bringing Worlds to Life, the concept artist of ILM. So we got an ILM panel. Um, after that, we have Star Wars, the High Republic. So we have a High Republic panel. Um... This I will absolutely be watching as well. Um, this will be amplified if any kind of High Republic movie is announced. Um, 
but and we also have the acolyte which takes place in the high republic so i don't know if that would also be referenced in this panel um but yeah so this this panel is going to be going over all the high republic books um particularly phase two which is going to be coming to a close this year and then phase three which will be starting later this year uh as well so there'll be sneak peeks of that um this year so many unanswered questions after the end of phase one of the high republic i'm gonna be watching every second of this just getting all the information i can can are you hyped for these for these panels particularly the high republic panel uh yeah i mean the high republic panel um uh definitely obviously gonna be one that uh i think we see some interesting stuff from yes um I wonder how much like other media. I wonder how much they'll lean into like the other mediums in which we may see the High Republic, whether it be that's a good question. You know, games potentially, or I mean, we know TV that show, um, uh, young young what's it, uh, Jedi Adventures, yeah, young, yeah, Jedi Adventures. young Jedi Adventures, uh, which I believe is, are they going to have their own panel? I, I don't that. believe so. Oh, there's a screening. Okay, there's a screening. Okay, yeah, there we go. Day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we will see that. Um, you know, I, 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 I wonder wonder what we're gonna get. I would assume um yeah, it does say in the it does say in the in the description, uh in depth conversation about epic new tales spanning books, comics, audio and beyond. Ah, and beyond, see. Including all new announcements and reveals from sneak from uh phase two and a sneak peek of what is coming in phase three. Yeah. So So we'll we'll see what the, we'll see what they have to reveal. Yes. Um and as I mentioned, Charles Soule had mentioned before, other, he had teased in, I believe it was a tweet possibly before, or a comment that he made, um, that other mediums are going to be used outside of just um, books. So, um, you know, this would be a perfect time to reveal that. But yeah, this is, uh, the High Republic has been so successful. All, all the books um, have been very good. Um, I've just been so impressed with all the authors. They've all done a fantastic job. It's very, it's a well-crafted Star Wars story planned from beginning to end. They clearly have a trajectory. They clearly know where they want to go. And uh, this, it's just a really good story. You know, just a really, really good story. And we're going to see, we're going to see more of it. That guy in, in Jedi Survivor seems to be wearing High Republic robes as well. Don't know what's going on with him. Um, you know, but but we're going to see. The High Republic is leaking into other things. So we're going to find out um, if we're going to see the High Republic in anything else outside of the books. But the books have been fantastic. And I'm very excited uh, for Phase 3 of the High Republic. That's, that, for me, I think Phase 3 is going to be a whole event, honestly. I think it's going to be quite the conclusion. Um, so after that, Keno, we have a 40 years of Return of the Jedi panel, which of course has been 40 years since in Star Wars, in Star Wars, Lucasfilm's been doing this for the New Hope, did it for Empire, now they're doing it for Return of the Jedi. Um, so, yeah, so it seems like this panel is going to be kind of a celebration just of Return of the Jedi. Um, with Ming-Na Wen hosting that panel, which is a good choice for a host as well. Um, and 
boy. Yeah, I mean, I, of course, obviously, you know, I was not alive <laughs> when Return of the Jedi came out. Neither of us were around. But it is still, um, it's still quite an occasion, um, 40 years since that, since that movie came out. Um, and I, I, I think, and I don't know, I, can, I don't know what your thoughts are. I actually, I think I like Return of the Jedi more than most. Um, a lot I of probably people, wouldn't say I like it more than most. Uh, I think I, you're really, oh, okay. But I do like it. I mean, I enjoy it. It seems like I don't know. Sometimes I feel like a lot of people just hate it. Just all oh, the Ewoks and you know why the Ewoks and they're just yeah, you know, yeah. like teddy bear. It's like look, I don't know. I didn't think I didn't think it was I didn't think it was yeah 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 like a mess or anything like that. And Boba Fett died in like two seconds and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. But like I I don't know. I enjoyed the last. I enjoyed Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I enjoyed Return of the Jedi. I enjoyed the conclusion, um, uh, of the original trilogy. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was good. So, um, so yeah, this should be fun. And, uh, Kendall, I'm also very much looking forward to hearing more. I don't know if we'll uh, hear about it here, but hearing more about the Return of the Jedi the t- the um, from a certain point of view. Return. Oh, man, I can't wait for that, Kendall. The first two of those books, yeah. <laughs> so, so good. So good. Um, for anyone that, that doesn't know what I'm talking about, there are books called From a Certain Point of View. Um, Star Wars called Star Wars from a certain point of view, and it tells a story of each movie from the perspective of random characters at various points in the movie. Right. People that aren't the main characters, it tells you like stories of what they were doing, what they were thinking at the time of their part in the movie. Um, and it's a bunch of short stories written by various authors um, that have either written Star Wars before, and many that haven't. But it's they're all great. They're all some are funny. Some are lighthearted. Some are very serious. Some are very sad. It's great. Um, the first one for A New Hope that goes through the entire movie of A New Hope was fantastic. The second one that goes through the entire movie of Empire Strikes Back was great. And this one I can't wait. You know, for Return of the Jedi, oh, it's going to be really fun. Probably very insightful, too. Probably a lot of very interesting things uh, from this movie. But I yeah. can't wait. I personally can't wait for that book. So after that, there's a cosplay workshop, which is which is which is definitely going to be very fun. Um, there's star there's, there's a screening for Young Jedi Adventures, as Kendall mentioned. Yes. Uh, there's a Hasbro Star Wars and Indiana Jones panel, um, uh, which look you know in in again you know contra- I don't know controversial opinion uh, you know last I remember last year, look there was a lot of uh, Willow stuff. Yes. This is look. I, I have no. I have nothing against other Lucasfilm properties. This is Star Wars celebration. <laughs> if it was Lucasfilm celebration, I'd be like, listen, you don't know. There's going to be a bunch of other things. There'll probably be a lot of Star Wars, but it'll be a bunch of other things. This is Star Wars celebration. I'm not. Again, nothing against Indiana Jones. Nothing against um, Willow, but. I feel like sometimes I feel like they just cram these things. And I actually heard Willow's really good, actually, which is, again, I probably plan on watching Willow at some point, the show particularly. Right. Maybe the movie eventually as well. But, but like, but this is Star Wars, so I don't know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go on a tangent on that. Um, but, yeah, so we got an Indiana Jones panel. And can, uh, I don't know, do you have anything to say? Uh, to no, no. Just still going, to, going over the, uh, still going over the schedule. Yeah, so we got Creature Cantina after that. 
um, which I'm not even, actually even sure what that is. So I'll just I'll just read the description very quickly. So it says, "Step into the amazing world of uh, Neil Scanlon's Creature Cantina, responsible for the creation of all droids, creatures, and aliens of each UK-based Star Wars production in the last ten years." So this is going to be ba- kind of like a creature showcase of all the Star Wars creatures. Um, created uh within the last 10 years particularly so that's that sounds like it's gonna be pretty fun um so then and this is actually another interesting one this will cap off the day kennel is the clone wars 19 year anniversary panel which is interesting 19 year anniversary panel i feel like this may be happening to again for me just me personally ahsoka khan that's just my personal opinion i think this is i think this this celebration this is a feloni led panel by the way yeah. uh but, but i think this celebration to me, feels like Ahsoka Khan. Right. This is going to be an Ahsoka celebration, and I'm here for it. I support right. it. But Dave Filoni's here for it. <laughs> and, oh yeah, he's definitely here for it. Um, he orchestrated it. He created the character. <laughs> so yeah. So there's a Clone Wars 19 year anniversary panel, uh, which is also going to be very fun. I will also try to watch the entire thing of. Um, but that is what is after that. So that caps off the Saturday. So going into Sunday, the first panel is Villains of the Sequel Trilogy. Um, so they sit there, uh, the host, Amy Ratcliffe, uh, will sit down with Ian McDermott, uh, Andy Serkis, and Gwendolyn Christie. So they play Palpatine, um, Snoke, who's also kind of Palpatine or derivative of Palpatine, <laughs> and um, Captain Phasma. And they'll discuss um, just their villainous roles in in how this, they were disrespected in this guy. Oh, yeah, if only um, in the sequel trilogy. Now, look, I, I'm gonna be honest. Of course, we've talked about the sequel trilogy on the show. I don't. It's not my favorite trilogy. I'll just be very. It's, I should be obvious at this point. I think a lot of mistakes were made, and I'll be honest. I think particularly with the handling of the villains. In yeah. the sequel trilogy, you could throw Hux in there, and I still would have. Yeah, just throw Hux. Yeah, you just throw them all in there. All the Adam Driver, throw them all in here, and it's just I think they all could have been handled much better. Um, there were a lot of decisions that I just wouldn't have made to bring the Emperor back. I would not have done that. I was excited to see what they were going to do with it, but especially seeing what they were going to do with it, which it looked like they had no plan at all. I wouldn't have brought him back. Yeah. Like they're just, oh, we'll bring him back, and he's just stronger than he ever was. And how? I don't know. Why? I don't know. He just is. And it's like, well, that's not that interesting, you know, or not doesn't seem well thought out, you know. So, and then they come out and say, yeah, we didn't think about it. We just, oh, let's do the Emperor. But, yeah, so I am I probably won't be, um, I don't know if I'm going to tune into this panel. I'm going to be honest. What about you, Ken? No, no, yeah, this, yeah, I mean... You know, it's, it's a good. I mean, obviously, it's. Um, I believe three British actors. So yeah. It's an easy way for that. There, it's convenient for them. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's good. It's good programming on that part. Uh, but you know, yep. don't expect anything groundbreaking. No. Uh, no. You know, to to come out of it, but yeah, three British actors, so it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I like all those actors, by the way. They're all great actors. Um. But just the just the the just what. Lucasfilm did with their roles. I just wasn't the biggest fan of in, in terms of how it ended and how it turned it out for each character. 
Uh, so panel next panel is behind the magic, the visual effects of Andor, which I thought that Andor was, I liked really everything about Andor. Um, so I'll probably be tuning into that. Uh, there's Hyperspace Stories, Dark Horse Comic Returns, All Ages. So that's going to be going into Dark Horse Comics and their their role in, within Star Wars uh, currently as well. So that should be interesting. There's going to be a look back at Kenobi, which will be fun. I'll probably I'll definitely be tuning into that as well. Um, so they'll have cast members Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, um, Indira Varma, and Vivian Lyra Blair. And then executive producer and director Deborah Chow. So they'll all be back. I kind of wish Moses Ingram could be in that panel as well. Because um, I thought she did a fantastic job in Obi-Wan Kenobi as well. Uh, but, of course, it's in the UK. I mean, that's a lot of travel and all that. She probably has other stuff going on. So uh, we have Beyond the Spires, making the making of Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. So that is the uh, VR Yes, VR game for Galaxy's Edge, which we've talked about many times. I have not played it yet. I played a little bit of Vader Immortal on PlayStation VR. Um, I know there was a new version of there's like a deluxe or some such type of version of Gal the of um, Tales from a Galaxy's Edge that's coming out on PSVR two. Um, I do not have a PSVR two. It's very expensive. It's six hundred dollars. <laughs> is very expensive <laughs> so i don't know uh exactly when i'm gonna be getting a psvr 2 <laughs> but i do i, I do eventually the value is just never gonna be worth yeah it's just that. not especially yeah. not right now just the value of getting that right now we have one for uh, someone that lives on a budget doesn't yeah. it doesn't make any sense we, we got one that where i work we got one you have one? Oh yeah and of it, course of course it, you guys have one. does not get used at all <laughs> and they gave it to us like yeah you know some of our guys may they may want to use it or not does not get used you haven't all. tried it Kendall? I tried it yeah, oh how is yeah, it yeah yeah it's i mean it's pretty interesting man it's, wow yeah it's got this whole it's like this whole game it feels like you're playing madden wow it's wild but that's crazy. Uh, VR game, but that joy is collecting dust. <laughs> collecting dust. Well, if they have make it, they have the Galaxy's Edge, Kendall. You're gonna have <laughs> yeah. to give us a review because um, I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I might, I may be able to download Galaxy's Edge on that. Yeah, see if you can. Yeah. Shoot, if no one's using it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know? Okay, it's an Oculus. Yeah, but yeah, but um, those things will never be worth. Whatever, whatever they, yeah, never no. be worth the price. No, no, absolutely. Six hundred bucks. No, I get why it's cost six hundred bucks because it's, it's crazy technology, but it's just instant motion. No one's gonna buy that for like half the half the people that use it. Yeah, come on, like that's that's way too expensive for I guess just your quote unquote average person. Yeah, it's a VR headset. I, I'm not gonna be able to wear that for like three hours. Like, oh, yeah, you got ten be, minutes a day. You know, it's like my head's gonna be like scrambled eggs by the end. By the end of that, the stories aren't gonna be deep enough to where you're gonna be able to do it for months. Yeah, exactly. Don't that joint. Yeah, those the, in a week. Those, yeah, those VR games, they're not long like yeah. that. Like I, the, the the VR games I played and beaten, I've beaten in a really honestly. If I played it consistently, a day tops. No, I'm saying you like play a, like a real game. Yeah, you played it. Well, if you like we have a Batman game, it, yeah, beaten like a day. Yeah, I played the the Batman Arkham VR. Which shout out to that great game. Very well made. I beat it in a day. Yeah. Good game. Very fun. Very well made. <laughs> I can tell they took a lot of time to make it because it was very well made. Yeah. Like, beat it in a day. Yeah. They're not making that game yeah. like 20 hours, yeah, yeah. 40 hours. Just to play that game. 
then you you wasted $600. That's why I'm just like, no, there's no way. Um, And I think I already heard in watching reviews that the the Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, the base game is like, I don't know, four to six hours. It's not that long. Yeah. It's like the extended material that comes with this version is longer. But the base game is not that long, similar to the the Batman one. So, yeah, I I don't know. I'll probably... uh, Maybe I'll watch this panel as well, but I'm not going to get a VR2 anytime anytime soon. I just, you know, I live on a budget. I'm not wealthy, <laughs> you know, so I'm not going to be able to get it anytime soon. Um, but that should be interesting. So there is also, after that, a Star Wars cosplay competition, which that should be fun. I doubt that will be streamed, but we'll see. There is a Funko panel, of course. There's always a Funko panel at every con, it seems. <laughs> There's a Disney Parks panel, um, which that seems to be a, a mainstay of Star Wars Celebration as well. I like to watch those because I actually haven't even, we haven't even gone to Galaxy's Edge yet, right, Kenel? No. Yeah, we got to make that a trip for sure um, to go to start to uh, Galaxy's Edge and um, just experience that. Mind you, not um, the, uh, what, is the, what is the hotel? Yes. What it's called. Yeah, I forgot what it's called, but not that one because that's like that's like it's like five grand. It's something ridiculous. Yeah, so another crazy amount. Yeah, that no one's ever gonna pay for. Um, for that like Star Wars, like it's oh, it's Galactic Star Cruiser. There we go. Yes. Yeah, so Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, definitely not doing that. But Galaxy's Edge, just when visiting Disney World, absolutely, definitely something I want to do. At some point, hopefully not even too long in the future, we gotta try to plan that, Kendall. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, just take a trip, go to Galaxy's Edge, go to Florida, go to Disney World, go to Galaxy's Edge. Um, so that is probably gonna happen. I like watching the Disney Parks panels. They go into detail, and the Imagineers that work at the Disney Parks do great work. So that's always very fun to see. There's an animation game night, which should be fun for the people at Celebration as well. And then there to cap off that uh, Sunday. It, there is a uh, Lucasfilm publishing panel, Stories from a Galaxy Far, Far Away. So there they'll announce some of the other Star Wars stories, not just the High Republic. Probably some High Republic stuff too, but not just that. A lot of the other stories that are coming out. Um, like the the um, the 40-year, the you know, from a certain point of view, Tales of the Jedi, and other stories like that, just other miscellaneous stories. There's also another Inquisitor story coming out as well. Um, I don't know if it's called Tales of the Red Blade, something along those lines, but there's another Inquisitor novel that's coming out um, as well, which I'm very excited for that later this year. So, in the Star Wars, uh, Lucasfilm Publishing, um, just to give them a quick shout out, most of the Star Wars books that are released are fantastic. Like, they're all really good. So there's some that I personally just didn't like, um, even some that I can acknowledge are it doesn't seem to be poorly written or anything like that, but it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. But most of them are very good, like very very good. So I'm looking forward to the Lucasfilm publishing panel as well. Um, that's a panel I try to make every New York Comic Con as well. Um, but that ends the Sunday. Um, are there any anything that stands out to you for Sunday, Kendall? Um. Like you said, Luke's, Luke's film publishing is always interesting. Uh, yep. But 
That's the main one. Visions is on Monday. Yeah, we have a Monday as well. Yeah. So Monday we get a bunch of other good panels as well. Surprisingly, Sunday seems a little to be a little bit of a lull. But Monday they start out with a bad batch. Right. So you may want to try to catch up in that soon, Kendall, if you want to watch that panel. Um, but we have Star Wars: The Bad Batch. So they'll be going through. Um, probably, I would I would presume recapping the season. The season just ended. Right. Um, and then maybe maybe even giving details on the next season. Yeah. Because because there's a lot to discuss. Um, it'll probably be very heavy on spoilers as well if you haven't seen the Bad Batch. Because there's a lot that can definitely be spoiled with the Bad Batch, considering how the how the season ended. So I would so yeah, they'll probably honestly just discuss all of that stuff. It says it says they're going to discuss highlights from the second season, um, and they're going to have. Um, you know the voice actors, which of course is mostly D. Bradley Bailey yeah, exactly. and um, Michelle Michelle Ang, who plays Omega. So that should be fun. Um, you have any thoughts about the Bad Batch panel? Kind of? Uh, no thoughts on the Bad Batch till I watch it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. So, um, but that should be fun to watch on Monday. There's a Marvel Comics panel. After that, that should also be fun. I have to be honest, I'm very behind, like super behind in just the Marvel comics. I've been reading the High Republic comics, but honestly, that's about it. I've been very busy just with, just of course, with, like everyone, very busy with life. <laughs> um, and Marvel, the regular Star Wars runs of, and you know, Darth Vader runs and other, other various non-High Republic runs of Star Wars comics, I have not been followed up on. I know there's a Yoda comic currently going on. I think there was like a Han Solo and Chewie comic going. There's a bunch of different ones that are going on that I just haven't caught up with. But um, I'll probably try to watch the panel anyway, just because might as well. Um, there is a from screen to tabletop panel. So going into a lot of tabletop stuff. So if you're into those kinds of things relating to the Star Wars world, that'll probably be interesting to you as well. After that, there's a Star Wars Visions Volume 2 panel. So what are your thoughts on Visions Volume 2? Do you think we're going to get a teaser, a trailer? Or anything yeah, I, think like I would expect to see a trailer at that point. Uh, I expect it will look a lot different based on right. everything we saw from Visions. Uh, mm-hmm. We haven't seen a whole lot, but just what we've heard about Season 2, it'll probably look a lot different than Season 1. But yeah, I expect, you know, they'll talk about the studios they worked with and the different stories, sort of preview them a little bit. But yeah, that should be an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I I agree with you. I think we're gonna get some kind of teaser, some kind of trailer. Um, they'll probably talk about the creative process. Um, this is no longer just a a kind of Japanese uh, effort to highlight Japanese animation. This will just be kind of global animation. Yeah. At this point, so a weird, a weird pivot. Yeah, interesting. Very it's an interesting pivot. decision. Um. That was me because I don't think the reaction to the Japanese animation was particularly negative. No. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, they just decided we're just gonna go global, which is fine. You know, I, I mean, I don't have any issue with that. Um, but it's an interesting decision nonetheless. So, um, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this uh, Visions Volume Two panel. I think that could be another, really, honestly, kind of a surprise highlight um, of kind of the upcoming Star Wars stuff that's coming out. So, after that, 
We've got Star Wars, galaxy size collecting in a micro world with with jazz wares. Um, so this seems to be a um, collecting panel. Yeah, so it seems, this seems to be a, a, a uh, collecting panel, which of course in the Star Wars world is a, there is a very, very large and passionate collecting community. They collect various action figures, toys, um, and set, you know, different like figurines and things that, that are, and people just like to collect those things, which is, which is, um, which is pretty awesome. So I, that should be another pack panel, I'm sure. Um, Duck Chang, um, who has been has been doing a lot of concept art and designing for Lucasfilm for many years. Um, we'll talk about designing Obi-Wan and the Mandalorian, which I watched his panel last year that he did on the Mandalorian or that he was fe heavily featured in on their designing of the Mandalorian. It was fantastic. So I'm very much looking forward to watching this one as well. Um, and seeing all of the concept art and their thought process behind a lot of the designing that they do. Uh, and then there's a closing ceremony. Yep. And that wraps up celebration. Yep. Should be interesting to see how it all plays out. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of focus probably be on the, uh, on Ahsoka. A lot of focus probably be on, uh, the movies. But as you see, there's, there's a lot of different stuff they're going to be covering, you know? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of different stuff. Um, it is, I think the biggest thing coming out of Celebration, I guess just as a final prediction, I think it will be Ahsoka. I think the trailer will contain surprises. Yeah, I think for the larger audiences. I, I think the Acolyte will probably be the 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 biggest thing for the like the Star Wars. For the for the sweaties, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, for the sweaties. That like, because Ahsoka, Ahsoka would be crazy, but I think it's nothing that's going to surprise us. Mm. It's just going to be like, oh yeah, Thrawn's in it, and, you know, or Ezra's in it, or the Rebels characters are in it, you know. Right. Uh, Acolyte, we know nothing. So I think once we, if if and when we start to see or hear stuff from that, I think, in which I think we will see something or at least hear something from it, um, I think that's going to get people excited. I think you're right. I mean, I think so too. Um, man, one time to be a Star Wars fan. I feel like we say that every show, you know. Yeah. So much stuff coming out. Um. So next show we do celebration recap. Yeah. We'll be recapping celebration. We may have to break that into a couple shows. <laughs> we'll see, depending on how much how much stuff there is to yeah. talk about. Yeah. Um, but we will see. Yeah. It'll be a Mandalorian review as well. There'll be a review of the Mandalorian. There'll be a review of the Bad Batch probably as well. We may mix that in as well. Yeah. If you if you if you caught up to the Bad Batch, we finish that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a lot to cover. A lot to cover. Um. There'll also be. Uh, of course, Jedi Survivor comes out later this year. I have finished, or no Jedi Survivor panel, no Jedi Survivor panel. Well, Survivor was pushed back, so it was supposed, I guess, initially to have been or, out or already. already. Been out, yeah. That's probably what they were banking on is it being out already. So now it's like we have nothing else to show you. I don't think they have anything else. To show you. <laughs> I mean, no, and, and, and there's all this about. gameplay online too. Yeah, they like, had panels right. Before. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. They had they had panels before. You know, other um, gaming conventions will 
Yeah, so I don't think there's anything else to show. Um, they'll probably have like um, I haven't been to Celebration, so I don't know what the layout is in terms of like boots and stuff like that. They'll probably have things from I don't know Respawn or who you know whoever like people EA. that design yeah. EA. Um, they'll probably have stuff. Doesn't there's any EA presence at all? Which is interesting. No, no EA presence. I, like EA I said, plays coming up. So yeah, it's true, but. There'll probably be something, and and they probably again presumed Survivor would be out. People would be playing that, <laughs> um, so that's what I'm thinking their focus would have been on. But I think that'll do it for this show. Um, as I said, we will have a celebration recap next. Um, I will also have finished Battle Scars. I'm very close to being done with that, and I have a lot to say about that, but I'll save that for later. Um, and. And uh, we'll have a Bad Batch review as well coming up. So there's a lot to talk about coming up. I may also try to get Zach on because uh, he, uh, and again, he I host a show with him called Geeking Out Over Star Wars. And shout out to him, shout out to him again. Um, he will be at Celebration. Yep. So he may be able to give us a first-hand He's account. on the ground. He may be able to give us a first-hand account of the a celebration experience. Generation media correspondent. <laughs> Generation. He is a you know, broadcast correspondent. Yeah, the arm, boots on the ground, the 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 person at the location, <laughs> on location at celebration to give us an account of what it's like at celebration. Yes. In the UK, in, in no less. So that should be a, that, um, and I'm happy for him to be able to go. That's a very special experience, um, for him. So that's that's going to be great. So, yeah, so a lot to look forward to. But as always, thank you all so much for listening in uh, to this episode of the Imperial Broadcast. Um, again, please check out our other shows uh, on the New Generation Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.